When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Parkville Network. 402-403-9478. Text us your, uh, your stories of quarantine. Text us the pictures <laughs> of, of the things your kids are making. So I'm sure you're doing yeah. art every day. I'm sure you're not ready to kill oh. each other. Macaroni, Just, macaroni, macaroni art. There no, you macaroni can't, art. no, you right? got to save that for the, the, the pandemic pantry. Okay. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's 402-403-9478. Text us that or uh, you can yeah. slide into our DMs. It's Pat and JT on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. We've been really fortunate lately. Um, we, of course, great fans of the Omaha Storm Chasers. And we've talked to Marty Cordero. We've had... Uh, Tony Boone came in and kind of did, we were kind of kicking cans down memory lane talking about, because we go back a number of years, and he's super excited about his new position. And now even more so is we have Gary Green with us, the owner of the Omaha Storm Chasers. How are you doing? Uh, doing okay. Doing okay. Right outside of New York City. And and you know, I saw the press conference last night. It looks like we're in the epicenter of uh, of the world right now with this thing. This wow. is true. You know, let's talk about that just for a second before we get into the obvious uh, talking baseball and storm chasers in particular. But being in New York itself, you said you're just outside of New York City. Correct. And how is yeah, that? Correct. Is that affecting your area? Uh, how far are you from that epicenter? Wasn't is it just outside of? Is it New Rochelle? Just outside of that area? Yeah, we're we're about a thirty minute drive from New Rochelle um, and about a thirty minute drive from Manhattan. And I think the difference for us here, because we're in the epicenter, that we're, we're staying home and trying to avoid going to grocery stores. And even though they're distancing people um, by six feet, we're just trying to stay away from, from anything outside the home right now. Where I think that's probably a little different than the rest of the country where maybe if there's social distancing going on, that you can go to the places that you need to go to. You know, and honestly, around here in Omaha, and I'm sure you've got a lot of close connections. The biggest uh, thing is the restaurants, people wanting to go out to eat and, and uh, the community really coming forward, trying to help them stay in business and, and buying the gift cards and, you know, planning mm-hmm. for the future or getting the delivery, the, the curbside, whatever we can do. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I think most uh, you know, their, their salons are starting to shut down. Because that's a little yep. too close to contact. Right. We said that's going to be a problem down the road because obviously people can't get their hair done, can't get their nails fixed, can't get their waxing done. Yeah, it's going to be a big <laughs> issue. But on the serious side, yeah, we can, the grocery stores are still open. Maybe the hours are cut a little shorter. But yeah, we're, 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 we're fine. Yeah, we're for be the okay. most part. But yeah, it's got yeah. to be scary because the number of uh, cases in New York is really, has really increased. Yeah, and absolutely. And the lines, uh, like at Whole Foods and 57th Street last week, the lines were around the block and the lines were um, probably two hours long because they were letting limited people into the store. So even that's tough because you're standing in line, you're close to people and who knows who has it and who knows who doesn't. 
Right, yeah. right. That's the truth. That's smart on the store's part, but I get what you're saying. Just standing in line right. is dangerous. It's almost like it's, they're going to have to have some sort of lottery system or whatever. Where you get a you, time? Yeah, you get like a time window. Like your time at Whole Foods is between this time and this time, and you, you're there if you're not, if you don't confirm something, because yeah. you're right. You're Stay waiting in, in line car. right next to at the, everybody in line, and then you get inside, you can socially distance That's in there. That's crazy. Oh, who cares? You're just right next to everybody yeah, well, outside. Yeah, you know, we've been trying to just use uh, use Postmates. I don't, know if you, I don't know if we have that in Omaha, but yeah, uh, Postmates. Um, we do. Okay. And, uh, Amazon and, you know, Amazon for a lot of things, the toilet paper and the paper towels take months, but we're, we're good there. <laughs> but, um, just certain food and certain things are actually just a week, week and a half. So it, you gotta, it, it's definitely, Amazon's definitely an option uh, for, you know, for many things. Mm-hmm. Amazon is uh, food wise here. We don't have that Not option yet, yet for Amazon, but we do have like Hy-Vee does delivery or you can do curbside pickup. Um, I did see that Costco just recently posted yesterday that they were going to decline returns because people were hoarding so desperately, you know, they were buying everything. And now some people are trying to return some things and they literally had to post that they weren't going to accept returns on some items. And one of them's toilet paper. And that headline just grabs your attention. You're thinking you can't return the toilet paper. You're like, well, no, just hold on, hold on to it. It doesn't spoil. You'll (laughs) always need it. (laughs) But I think they're trying to get the people that were hoarding like, Again, the hand sanitizers, the masks, and sure. things like that that the medical community needs. Um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. No, they they should. You know, I I I operate a building services company in New York, so I have uh, I have good access to those things that are tough to find, like masks and toilet paper oh, and good. paper towels. Wow. Yeah. So, and yeah. you, and you as an uh, an employer, you know, you're not just thinking about yourself and your family. You've got a lot of employees that you're. I'm sure it weighs heavy on you, wondering what's going to happen. In the, in the near future absolutely. with everybody. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, abso- absolutely. Um, what, yeah. What, do you, what are you thinking? I mean, uh, not to get into specifics, but what goes through your mind when you think about that? We think about on the sports side, thinking about when we start the season. You know, I know that, that Major League Baseball you know, has called games. I guess uh, Major League Baseball has called games through mid-May. And, you know, I got to be completely candid. I don't think there's any shot of that happening. Right. Um, if you told me now we could have games July one and August and part of September, I would absolutely take that. So, you know, we have to Mm -hmm. prepare as if either we're not going to have a season or we're going to have a season that starts in mid June to July, best case scenario. So, um, you know, we're also waiting for the stimulus package to come down. That's been signed off on. Mm -hmm. I know minor league baseball has an ask in front of Congress on that to have a piece of that because the timing for minor league baseball couldn't come worse with preparing for the new season and, uh, and, you know, if this happened in October, we, had, we would have all off season to prepare for it. But because we're ramping up into a season and this was go time for us, couldn't have come at a worse time. Not that there's ever a good time for a pandemic, no. but this would have been yeah. the worst time. Of the sports, too, probably I think golf would be another one that's going to feel it. I think they were just talking about that one of the, one of the majors that they were – wasn't it that it was supposed to be in New York? But all the golf courses oh, yeah. have been closed down? Yes, yes, June. They're going to – it's in June and – um, not too far from where we're staying now, and I think that's going to end up being canceled. Because yeah, the the tournament was expected to be at a New York golf course, which the governor should <clears throat> shut everything down, um, yeah. and it's too late to move it probably to another location to be prepared yeah. for it. So they can't. Isn't isn't our governor impressive? We're all saying yesterday that if there was a way for him to run for president right now, he might win. 
Yeah, no, honestly, he has been, and he's been getting a lot of compliments across the board. Yeah, uh, for for his, I like though. I have to say, I did appreciate the the little clip that showed of him showing up on his brother's TV show. Hilarious. And uh, I don't know if you saw that when his <laughs> yeah. brother introduced him, and he said, "Well, mom told me I had to be here." And then you see his brother roll his eyes, like Chris Cuomo. He's like, "Oh my God, did you stop?" Right. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, his 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 father was Mario Cuomo, and uh, years ago he was governor, beloved, of, I believe, uh, of New right? York as well, and he was supposed to run for president, and uh, you know he never did, and it was always interesting because I would always heard things that maybe he had some skeletons in his past that he couldn't run. Not that I know that for a fact, but um, it was interesting that he never ran. It's true. I mean, he was he was very popular. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so, and what what's your take on sports, whatever it would be, playing without fans just to get the games in? You know, I think it's different for, for Major League Sports. I think Major League Sports, they have so much money coming in from broadcast that for them, financially, it makes sense. Uh, and that's fine. Minor League Baseball and USL Soccer. Um, USL Soccer gets a little bit of revenue from broadcast on, on ESPN. Minor league baseball really doesn't get anything. So for us on both sports, we would have the operational cost of running a team within, without any of the operational revenue. Mm-hmm. So for us, it wouldn't make sense. It would just make this, it would make it even worse it to worse, play, yeah. um, to play in, in front of no fans and, you know, unless broadcast dollars were coming in. So from a financial standpoint, it wouldn't make sense. It does. It puts you guys in a real pinch. And when mm-hmm. you talk about the soccer, we hadn't really touched on that either, that you guys had just acquired the soccer team. And yes, yes, we yeah, we were launching uh, uh, Union Omaha this year, and our first game was actually supposed to be tomorrow night in Fort Lauderdale. And uh, the, the interesting thing about soccer, soccer will have the ability to play deeper into the year, and you know, I don't see baseball playing through October at minor league baseball. We can see soccer playing through the end of October, possibly into November. Soccer is more of a colder weather sport when need be. God, that's that is something, man. It was, it's just it's so frustrating because you were looking at this this like huge banner year coming off of last year mm-hmm. in particular, um, and then the storm chasers getting ready to go, soccer getting ready to go. Would it, if you could just talk to the fans themselves? I mean, um, I, I'm sure a lot of people are really disappointed. Uh, a lot of people are also concerned for the team. They they they're concerned and they're wanting to know what 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 your thoughts are. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like you know you look back and you see. You know, what you could have, what, you know, you're, you're always uh, gauging yourself and seeing what could I have done better. And, and honestly, we, the brand, I think we nailed it. Um, we have a great team in place led by Matt Hominoff and Marty Cordero. I mean, we have, we just had a great team. Um, we had to um, put some folks on leave just temporarily while we, you know, see where the season's going to go. And we really had a great energy and, and, and a great team there. And, and having Coach Mims come back from, you know, from Salt Lake and he was at UNO and the energy he's brought and he is Omaha soccer. I mean, I look back and and I don't see anything we could have done differently in putting this together. We we set the league record by far on season tickets. We hadn't sold single game tickets yet. And as a base before we even sold day of game tickets or did any groups you know, we we were going to have we were going to have 3000 people just as a base and when you when you can wow. add another 2 or 3000 on top of that um we by far lead the league in attendance and uh, on a nice saturday night 
mm-hmm. in, in July and August in Omaha, we know from the chasers, we could sell out uh, announcing 9,000 fans. So we, we wow. were on par to do, awesome. to do great and we still will. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, it's it's disappointing. It's disappointing. But uh, and and from our scrimmages and 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 preseason, we, Jay had our our players really playing well as a team. That's awesome. I mean, you got to think. You, you hear people talking about well, once this gets turned around, uh, it's going to be like like just gangbusters. People are going to want to be doing going to the restaurants, going out. Do you feel like that once this once we turn that corner, it's going to be like yeah, just get out of my way. I'm going to the ballpark. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. You know, we we um, you know you, we're not. Who knows the mentality of what people are going to be like um, in a group setting? I think. You know, the, probably the younger, the younger the fans, they'll probably be more more comfortable. But it it may take some time for that. Uh, I just don't know the mentality, and also, you know, I know it's going to be different in Omaha than it than it is in New York. And I think Omaha, um, because there's less cases, I think people right now would be much more comfortable. Um, but you know, the the bars and restaurants. And I spoke with um, one of the major um, developers in the area yesterday, and. You know, he's thinking he was thinking potentially a 25 percent um, shutter rate, close rate among bars and restaurants wow. after mm-hmm. this that won't reopen. But um, we also discussed uh, it's it's based on the uh, the stimulus package, too. Yeah. And, you know, that's you know, Omaha's got a thriving scene um, as far as that's concerned. And um, the bars and, and restaurants and, and helping to, to feed our players and sponsor us was a big part of that. So. You know, we come back. We need to see who's in business and who's not. And, you know, we want to help out wherever we can with that, too. Oh, that's the truth, man. I, I tell you, just, I'm, I'm excited for it to turn that corner. And there, that optimism, you know, is there. Everybody's just like, I think as a country, you guys, it probably is a little bit different when you get closer to New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, no, absolutely. Look, at, when 9-11 happened, 10 days later, Mike Piazza was, you know, hitting that home run against the Braves at Shea Stadium that, that every time I talk about it, including now, gives me goosebumps. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, we don't have that date, that finite date to do that. And, you know, that's that's what, you know, it's the only thing in our lifetime we can compare this to is 9-11. And then you really can't because that had, at the time, it felt like, you know, when you're in New York and 9-11 happened, you were walking around wondering when the next shoe was going to drop and something else was going to happen. Exactly. And I remember, I remember going to Shea Stadium and I was nervous walking at the Shea Stadium, like something else was going to happen. And the fact that nothing's really happened in New York in, in 20 years is really uh, incredible. Tribute to our law enforcement. Right. It's um, true. In this I mean, country. you, you yeah. hit on something, though. After that happened, it was it was every major event. And I remember even the Super Bowl. <laughs> I remember, you know, thinking, wow, you know, cause there was a movie made about that, you know, and, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and, and thinking about all of the other big events that happened and you're like, wow, you know, the people that go, they were absolutely defiant. They were absolutely brave patriots. You know, they're like, we're going, you're not going to stop us. And I think a lot of people are feeling that right now. They're trying to be responsible. Um, but it, it's kind of hard to get everybody just to sit down when you have that un, you can't see what you're fighting. Right. Yeah, and it's like, oh, we don't know. We have a handful of cases and trying to convince people that there is something that you need to pay attention to. But once once we turn this corner, you kind of touched on it with the broadcasting and stuff, but as far as the difference between the major league sports and minor league sports, are there other challenges that you guys face that they aren't or are there certain challenges that you see major league 
looking at that maybe you guys don't face? Yeah, I, I don't, I, I see them getting back on track uh, and this year, you know, it'll be tough and they'll have shortened seasons. And uh, like I'm a, I'm a big Mets fan and we just found out our second best pitcher is out for this year and next year. <laughs> normally oh, that wow. news would devastate me. Now it's back burner in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but um, yeah, I mean, I think that when people come back to, from something like this, even though it's a global pandemic, people get patriotic. Uh, they want to feel American. Like, and when you, when you want to put that security blanket back uh, over yourself, feeling American is what baseball is all about. Um, and it's the world's game and that, I mean, it's America's game and that's why July 3rd, July 4th, every major league team and minor league team is sold out. So baseball can connect to that patriotic feeling. And, um, and I think that will be important here as the entire country goes through this, getting back to what it feels like to be American. Uh, soccer's different. Soccer's the world's game. And, uh, you know, I'm new to soccer, new to the business of soccer and, uh, as they say, football in Europe. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel like soccer will be a little different because I feel like the the, the folks in Omaha were really connecting to this game mm-hmm. and we had we were really building up a big cult following. If you go if you go on um, Sound SoundCloud, there's actually like twelve songs on SoundCloud that are just made up for Union Omaha. Oh wow! Um, and yeah, yeah. So I'm That's forgetting cool. the name. It's <laughs> the name of the group that did it. You, I'm sure you could find it and yes. look it up on the. You know, we have the we have the parliaments. You know, which is our which is our um, our, our supporters group, and they were getting all excited to be in the berm and in right field. And uh, a parliament is a group of owls. But it's also the you know political um, you know uh, uh, group in, as part of the British government. So. I think they were getting ready for a sports center moment, sitting on the um, on the berm and wearing the white wigs, and I was looking forward to that. That'd have been awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and you know, we there's just so much to look forward to, but we hope it happens this year. I'm in touch, speaking with the league, two or three times a week, and it's just interesting what's what's about to happen because clearly. And this is not a this is not a political comment at, at all. It's just stating the fact that clearly our president wants to that feels like the the um, the cure for this was what's happening now is is worse than the virus. And he has said that that's his words, not mm-hmm. mine. And it'll be interesting because the CDC saying saying one thing, the president saying another thing. And there's a lot of people in this country. It's split down the middle. You know, some people agree yeah. with what he's saying. And some and there's a lot of people who don't. And, you know, I I think sports airs on the side of caution. And although business, certain businesses may open up quickly because of what he's saying, um, I don't think sports is one of them because we need to make sure that fans are completely safe, not partially safe. Mm hmm. No, I, I can, I can agree with that. And I can see what you're saying too, and being split down the middle. I think a lot of people that are, that are feeling the pinch right now, are, are probably leaning the side of the cure is worse than the virus, you know, because mm-hmm. they're, they're really feeling it like they lost their jobs or they lost their, and, and it's, it, it is, it's one of those, the balancing act 
between the two and trying to get things going. I know for a fact when you said that every one of the baseball parks is sold out, the Major League Baseball team sold out for July 4th weekend, I got a little tingle. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God, <laughs> that's so cool. Because it is, it's, I, I think that, I hope that by July 4th. I would hope so. Everything is, well, and it's is up and running. The, the people that are, you know, wanting to get back to normalcy quicker probably aren't necessarily directly affected by it. You know, maybe they don't know some, maybe they don't have it. Maybe they don't know what it's like to have this virus. They're not in a place like you are where it's, you know, that like you had said, it's, it's the, what's, what's it called? The epicenter. It's in the epicenter. So until, and it's, you said it too, is you can't see it. So you can't see this enemy you're fighting. So you're like, okay, well, if I, I want to risk it, I want to go risk it so I can start making money again. And so until they're directly affected by it, just like with a lot of things, they're not going to get it. Yeah. It's, it's, no, no, absolutely. Like, you know, when you're in New York 9 11, you went to Yankee Stadium or Shea Stadium, you felt in danger. If you're in, I'm, I'm assuming I wasn't, I wasn't in Nebraska then, but if you went to a, a Creighton basketball game, you, you probably didn't. It, it was weird. It was like, uh, but I, I will say this I, I, from speaking as a Nebraskan, and when this happened to New York City, there was honestly some, uh, you know what? Maybe like all the brothers and sisters don't get along all the time, but don't, you can't come in and mess with my brother. And so it was <laughs> yeah. like, it was like, we aren't New York City and, and we're very different from New York City. We get that. We're also very similar to a lot of areas in New York. But it was like, okay, there was this uh, protective, right? Th- this feeling of, no, that's, that's not going to happen. You don't get yeah, to do even, that. Even Red Sox and Yankee fans got, got yeah. for a week. <laughs> for, for, for maybe five days. For a heartbeat, Come right? On, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe. It's like, then everything's back to normal. And okay, <laughs> you know, what are you talking about? <laughs> well, Gary, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about all this. We're really looking forward to, we are looking forward to things getting back to normal. No yeah. doubt about it. Oh, thank you. You know, it's, I got to say, being in New York in the epicenter, it's very therapeutic, uh, doing interviews like this and being able to talk about things. So I appreciate uh, you having me on as well. You bet. Right. Well, real quick question. When's the last time you were in Omaha? Uh, I was in Omaha. It was Thursday, the second week of March. Mm-hmm. And we started the week on Monday selling sponsorships for a season and saying, you know, let's see where this thing goes. And then on Thursday, the seasons had been canceled. It was such a a crazy whirlwind week. And I left and I said to my staff, I'm not sure when I'm going to see you again. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, I I hope to be back soon and, you know, hopefully crossing my fingers. It'll be soon. Hope so. Well, your staff's doing an incredible job in the meantime. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. They're awesome. Thank you, Gary. Thanks, Gary. All right. Thanks for having me. You got it. Have a good one. Owner of Omaha Storm Chasers, guys. That's Gary Green. Well, and uh, any of the videos and stuff we talked about and uh, ways you can contact both both the teams. We'll put them on our Facebook page and we'll tweet it out, too. We've got a great soccer community. I know. Looking forward to it. Thanks for listening. Pat and JT Podcast. A Parkville Media Production.